0: Well, how do you even talk about what just happened on Sunday in Orchard Park? My goodness. Um, I know I've never been a part of something like that. Rarely have ever seen something like that. If it wasn't the Bills, I would have said, I can't believe what I just watched. Sal Capaccio here, Matt Bove. You feel the same way, Matt? I mean, you ever seen anything like that? You ever been a part of anything like that?
1: Yeah, it's weird because I think around the country today, around the world, people are going to be talking about that as the best game of the year, Rightfully So it was back forth. It was unbelievable here in Buffalo. You can't enjoy it because they lost and they collapsed it away. It was an epic collapse. They were up 17 points late in the third quarter, and they still lost the game. They had multiple different opportunities to put this game away, and they weren't able to do so. So really, really just tough, heartbreaking, gut-wrenching loss for the Bills yesterday. Here's a question. What's more of a kick in the gut, the loss to the Minnesota Vikings yesterday or the loss to the Cardinals on the Hale Murray play? We were talking about this after the
0: game. I think this one's worse. Mm, I think this one is probably worse because a it's at home and the manner in which you blew it, they didn't make a play, right? They didn't make a play. The bills kind of blew it. And if you go back to that um, Cardinals one, the bills actually weren't a good spot. They lost and everything was kind of like, all right, we're still having a really good season. Now it's spiraling a little bit, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. this puts the bills at six and three, which by the way, I want to remind everybody they were six and three last year at this point. And then they even only won one of their next four games. They were seven and six at one point, right? So it's Mm -hmm. not doomsday. We can talk about that later. But I think it's this one. Um, there's there's been a lot of different ways this team has lost games. You stick around long enough, you'll see it. Um, I've saw I've seen people comparing it to drought era losses. I don't, Matt. I mean, in the drought era, you'd lo- lose a game like that and say, why can't we have nice things? We can never win a game, and let's look ho- ahead to the draft. In this, it's boy. I mean, you know, what do you got to do? You wake up, you're still six and three. Everything's still in front of you. It just it's a it's a missed opportunity. And I think that's the point. What you just made, which is. Lots of missed opportunities to put this away three weeks in a row. They didn't put games away One they won green Bay. The other two, they lost the jets. And now the Vikings where they should have been able to put the game away earlier, two double digit leads, blown jets and Vikings. And they didn't do it. Why is this what's happening?
1: Well, Josh Allen isn't playing as well as he's capable of playing. He's not even playing well. He's playing poorly and it's okay. I tweeted this yesterday. It is okay to criticize Josh Allen. And that does not mean you think that Josh Allen isn't good. I still think that Josh Allen is very good. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the best players in the NFL. He is not playing like it right now. And there were decisions yesterday that were made that cost the team, honestly, a win. He knows it. You're listening to this. You probably know it. It's okay to be critical. The fumble is the first one that we're going to start with. I mean, they just don't fumble the fumble and they get out of the end zone. They gain a half of a yard or they don't even gain anything because it was short, you win the game. They couldn't do that. What I think is happening is he's so Josh is so focused on trying to get a push, trying to get a jump because he maybe doesn't trust that the offensive line is going to, that he's not focusing on the exchange, which obviously is a mistake. Then you have the two interceptions. The second one way worse than the first one. The first one still isn't good. I know a lot of people have pointed out that it's the same play that happened in Baltimore. You throw the, you throw it up because you have to. It's fourth down. You have to throw it there. But then the interception happens, and it's a huge swing of 25 yards, a field position. It's a bad play. It's not, oh, my God, mind-numbing, egregious. The interception in overtime, I have no idea. I just I don't get why the throw was made. I don't get the decision making. There was a check down available to Singletary. I mean, he's feeling it. And that's another point. Like to your thing about the drought. He was feeling it at that point. Like he got them all the way down there. This is different from a drought game because they They hung around even after they squandered it away. Like even after they fumbled in the end zone, they marched down the field. They get in a field goal range because of some great plays from Josh Allen. They kick a field goal. Then in overtime, they get all the way down the field and then they make it like they give you the, the tease. Oh, they're going to win. Josh is going to throw a game-winning touchdown. I thought it was going to happen on the play before to Dawson Knox, and then he makes a bad mistake. And the one thing that's really concerning to me is: so this is six interceptions for Josh Allen in the last three games. So the Packers, the Jets, and the Vikings. Most of those interception interceptions
0: are happening near the red zone. They're happening yeah, where, where? Where? By the way, he was amazing for the first four and a half years of his career.
1: Like they are making mistakes. When they're, cl- when they're taking points away, it was yeah. the first right. interception against the jets, it was one of the interceptions against the Packers. It was both interceptions yesterday. Like they are taking points off the board because of turnovers in the red zone. Uh, Josh Allen is going to take, I mean, he's taking accountability for that. Also Ken Dorsey, Look, they, they got to figure something out there's just not guys open the way that they should be. There wasn't on the last play besides Singletary. I know it's a check down he should make, but yeah, it's just, I mean, there's, there's so many things, but it starts
0: and ends with number 17. Yeah. And um, I think the Dorsey point is a good one. Like I didn't have a problem And if if you did, we can discuss it or we can both be on the same page here and just move on. But I didn't have a problem with going for the touchdown on the fourth and two that Josh threw the first interception. I mean, it was a two possession game, even if you kick a field goal. So might as well make it a three possession game. How long have we sat here and said, come on, like, get the kill shot, go for it. You know, just get the two yards. The issue I had was you only needed two yards, Matt. You didn't Mm -hmm. need to go for the one that he threw away that ultimately wound up being an interception. They could have just had a designed run for two yards, maybe, uh, from Josh. They could have had a check down. They could have had a swing pass, a little out route. To me, that's what you do to get the two yards, and you keep the drive alive, and you drive in, and take more time off the clock, and then eventually score. So just want to make sure. Did you have an issue with that?
1: No, I liked it, and I know a lot of people hated it. I'm in a group message. They hated it because
0: they hated it because they didn't get it. Yeah, I they hated if, it. If, 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 they get the, if they score the touchdown, nobody complains.
1: It's... I said my justification when it happened was if you get it, then you go up and it's a three possession game. If you don't, it's a two possession game. You know I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You know, what I mean? if you kick the field goal, it's a two yeah. possession game. If you was. don't get it, it's a two possession game. Nothing there changes. It's easy with hindsight to go. They kicked a field goal and they lost by three points. Everything changes if they kick that field goal. That was the most stupid football game that's ever been played. You can't have that hindsight in a game where there was a fourth and goal stop at the half yard line, then a fumble on the next play,
0: and then a feel good. Like, listen, honestly, the, the miss extra point probably benefited the Vikings because they didn't rest to try and get a field goal at the end of the game. They had to go for the touchdown. And then all of a sudden everything happened to put the ball to Bill the, the one yard line. So all of that confluence of events was actually kind of crazy. And I said that on the radio broadcast, I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny. You missed the extra point. Now you're going to be more aggressive if you're Minnesota. And they ultimately were. And we know and the bill stopped him. And then instead of that, but let's go back to the other decisions and what you're talking about, the red zone stuff. I agree with you. Now, look, if you take them individually, the interceptions you're talking about, he had one against the Packers where he was trying to throw it away and it came out of his hand wrong or something, whatever Alexander picked it off. That's, I guess going to happen, but still not great. He had one against the jets where he just said, I didn't see the defensive end. I had a, uh, I didn't see the the linebacker. The defensive end was in my face that can happen. And then you have this one, uh, the one that the first one where he's just throwing it away. So individually, you can kind of explain a lot of it, but the problem is they're just piling up. Now, all of these little explanations here or there, it's now a lot, like you said, points you're taking off the board and decision-making and scheming guys open and everything that comes into focus. Now, where is the tight end in the red zone? If you remember back in 2020, I think it was because pandemic year, there were, I remember nobody at the stadium and every time they'd score red zone touchdown, it was a tight end, Tyler Croft, Lee Smith, Dawson Knox. These guys were catching tight end uh, touchdown after touchdown. I mean, Dawson Knox from 20 yards out, I guess, you know, he has a couple, but I don't see that anymore. I don't see that. What, something's going on in the red zone where they're not able to find a solution to get guys free and open. And I don't know if it's necessarily just Josh or Josh not having those opportunities.
1: Also, this isn't just a a yesterday thing. This is an all year thing. They've struggled in the red zone the entire season. And even when the offense was putting up crazy points earlier in the year, it was from massive deep, Place. It was from yeah. big touchdowns, explosive plays. They just have no cohesion in the red zone. It never feels like it, it feels like that way, quite honestly, in short yarded situations in general. Like I'm more confident that the Bills are going to pick up a third and 15 or a fourth and 15 than I am that they're going to pick up a third and two. And that's concerning, but that's just the reality of it. And then going back to the fourth down decision, it's never a dis- Minnesota's guilty of this two in the game yesterday, but you had second and two from the seven yard line and you passed, you yes. passed and you passed, and I am never going to be one that criticizes how much you're using Josh Allen. He's your best player, even when he's not playing bat playing as well, he's still your best player. You can't pick up two yards with a rush on any of those plays. And also like, where's Naheem. Hines? I understand that it's only been 10 days since they traded for him he doesn't need the entire playbook to be able to get out onto the field. It didn't take Christian McCaffrey a week and a half to go out there and just get a couple of snaps. It's not like this guy needs to know the entire playbook, but he should have a couple more snaps offensively. I mean, they're giving Duke Johnson the ball a couple times yesterday. I'm not knocking Duke Johnson. It's just, man, I thought Naheem Hines would be a weapon that you could utilize, especially in the red zone, because he can do a little bit of everything
0: and they just didn't do it. First drive of the fourth quarter bills are still up by four and they have the ball and take one minute off the clock by throwing. They threw a swing pass that kept the clock moving. Then incompletion and incompletion. There was a false start in there too, by the way, to your point of not getting two yards. How about just running the ball to run the clock down a little bit? You know, in that situation, even if you don't get a first down, which obviously you want to. And Matt, they ran the ball really well in the first half, even outside of Josh, Devin Singletary ran the ball. Well, they had no semblance of a running game in the second half. Didn't even attempt to try and run. And when they did, they couldn't do
1: it. I think the fumble scared them away. I think Singletary's fumble scared them away from running the ball because it looked like they were really trying to get something going on the ground. And then Singletary has the fumble. And then they really just didn't try and run the ball after that, unless it was with Josh Allen. When they did, they were handing it to Duke Johnson a couple times. Hines, I don't think had any handoffs yesterday. So yeah, it's just... I have never been somebody who has been like, okay, you need to establish the run. You need to run the football, but I'm starting to get there a little bit. I don't ever think that you need to run the ball 20, 25 times a game, but when you've got a 17 point lead, you should be able to run the ball at least a little bit. And they can't, and that's concerning.
0: You have to control the game in certain situations with the run game. That's what you have to do. And, And they weren't able to do that. All right. Uh, we failed to mention 33 30 final score Vikings beat the bills in overtime, a thriller in orchard park. We keep referring to yesterday. We're here talking about it on a Monday. So when you're, by the time you hear this uh, you know, you'll know a little bit more information about injuries coming out of the game and things like that. But let's talk about the defense now.